Welcome to the Topsail Insider Podcast, where you can hear all about the businesses and events in the beautiful coastal towns of the greater Topsail area of North Carolina. This podcast episode discusses firearm safety and skills training. I have marked it as 18 years and older on YouTube and also Buzzsprout, which feeds out to all other podcast platforms. Coming up, meet Heather Allen, owner of High Caliber Firearms Training and Education. Heather is a certified concealed carry instructor and NRA certified handgun instructor based out of Pender County, North Carolina. She has a degree in criminal justice and offers classes on basic firearm safety and skills, North Carolina gun laws, and more. Let's get started. Experience a new level of luxury on Topsail Island at Saltwater Suites in Surf City, North Carolina. With no nightly minimum, you can enjoy short getaways or an extended stay. Each suite features luxury bedding, full kitchens with dining tables and dishwashers, and all suites other than the three ADA suites have full-size washers and dryers. And don't forget about those beautiful ocean views. 24-7 self-check-in provides a hassle-free and seamless experience. Saltwater Suites is the perfect choice for your next beach getaway. Book your next topsail visit at saltwatertopsail.com or call 910-886-4818. Saltwater Suites, Topsail Island's premier luxury hospitality experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Topsail Insider Podcast. My name is Krista, and I am your host. Today, I am interviewing Miss Heather Allen. She is the owner of High Caliber, providing firearms training and education. Welcome, Heather, and thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. All right, let's get busy here. Let's start out with you, Heather. Tell us about you and your background that led you up to opening High Caliber. I was Born and raised in Long Beach, California. I graduated from Cal State Long Beach with a criminal justice degree, Spanish minor. I also had to do an internship in college. And I remember asking a college counselor, like, can this internship be done anywhere? And they said, sure. So I bought a one-way ticket to Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Mm. I interned for the uh, attorney general's office in Honolulu. That was a great experience. And then came back, graduated Cal State Long Beach, I remember telling myself, if I don't get a good job, meet a good guy, I'll move back to Hawaii. And that's when I started working for the district attorney's office Mm -hmm. in Newport Beach. And I met my husband, Tyler. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I did not end up moving back to Hawaii. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think Surf City, our beaches are better than Honolulu beaches. So you've done all this, you've gone to school, you've got your degree. Uh, you've gone and worked in Hawaii. You came back. You're working in, in Newport for the district attorney's office, and you met your husband. So when was it that you started learning to shoot and handle a firearm? It wasn't until I met my husband. Uh, growing up in Southern California, I would say it, it was pretty typical where so my dad had a firearm, but he would always say, you know, it's under the bed. Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. It's in the closet. Don't touch it. And he never taught me. He taught me how to surf, which is, I'd say, equally important, but never how to <laughs> fire a weapon. And so when I met my husband, who had prior military service, who was in the Navy, he did SWIC, was like special warfare combat crewman. He did that for four years and then also was in the reserves. So when he would be gone with the reserves, I was home with our 18-month-old, 
And that's when I really decided, like, I need to learn how to use this. I need to be proficient. And then I started working for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. That was an amazing job. And I noticed a lot of girlfriends of mine, they go, wait, where do you work? Oh, can you teach me how to shoot? Oh, really? And then it turned into friends of friends of friends like, hey, uh, you taught my friend so-and-so. Can you teach me how to shoot? And I just really remember talking to my husband and saying, I think there's a need for female instructors mm-hmm. in Southern California. And it, and then High Caliber was created and it really took off. That sounds like it happened very organically. So tell me uh, how you became certified. Tell me about that timeline. Sure. It was a pretty simple process. You just have to go. I went through the NRA, National Rifle Association, and you get certified in basic pistol. And then you take another class and you get certified to become a basic pistol instructor. I was actually contracted with a range in Los Angeles. What was interesting about there is that I would teach mostly African-American women. And that has been, for the past five years, still going on strong. That is the biggest growing demographic of new gun owners in America. May I ask what made you decide to leave California? And then how did you decide on Surf City? What made us leave California? How much time do we have in this podcast? <laughs> There's so many reasons. Uh, we were just done with California. Yeah, it was really expensive. It was not very safe. Didn't feel like it was a great place for us to raise our daughter. And it was just that time. And my husband always, I found Surf City. I found it. He gets all the credit. How did he find Surf City? It was, we knew we wanted to stay by the beach, um, had to have great schools and affordable housing. And then we came out and we checked it out. I was like, done. Check, check, check. Get us out here. So I thought I would be a little sad when we drove off the 405 for the last (laughs) time. No, I was just counting down the days and the hours. Okay, so now that you're in Surf City, what certifications do you hold now for? Did you have to renew your certifications for North Carolina? I did not, which is nice because it's the National Rifle Association. Mm -hmm. So that made things really easy. What the interesting thing I found out here is when I would tell people I taught basic handgun, it was kind of more and more people were like, oh, well, can you help me get my concealed carry permit? So I definitely listened and I got certified as a concealed carry instructor. Got it. Okay. Can you tell me some of the reasons that you think that proper handling and shooting of a firearm can be beneficial? Sure. I will say that I know myself and my family, we feel infinitely safer in North Carolina than we did in California. But that Mm -hmm. being said, crime happens everywhere. And I think once you realize the cops can't be there with you every second to protect you, if an emergency happens and you need them, On a good day, it's going to be maybe 7 to 20 minutes before the cops are going to come respond. Right. They like to tell people we're our own first responders. We're always our own first responders. So there's definitely that aspect of just self-protection. And then I also had some women come to me in Los Angeles and they wanted to make it clear that they were against guns, but they found themselves in the stereotypical scenario where they were going through their grandfather's attic And they came across a firearm and they had no idea what to do. And their kids were there too. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what would they have done if if the kids had gotten to that first? So can we talk about some of the statistics that you mentioned in the pre-interview? Absolutely. So unfortunately, in America, we do have the quote-unquote gun violence statistics. Roughly uh, 30,000 Americans are killed 
by someone with a firearm every year. I think what a lot of people don't know is that about 63 to 64% are unfortunately suicides. There are two organizations really trying to combat those statistics right now. One's Walk the Talk America. The other one is HoldMyGuns.org. Really, really great organizations. And then another thing I think people should understand are there are bad guys in that statistic. There are murderers, people who... There's one scenario where there is a man deported for like five times for horrible crimes, came back into Napa Valley, California. When he was pulled over by a female deputy, he immediately shot at her. Um, He missed and she responded. She killed him. And now that person who was never should have been in our country, who's trying to murder a female deputy, he is now a quote unquote gun violence statistic in America. Right. And what I do wish the media would focus more on is all the times that firearms save lives upwards of like three million times a year where a firearm even if it's not used just the brandishing have saved lives and i really wish more people heard those stories so let's talk about the classes offered by high caliber Please tell me about your concealed carry class. Sure. Hey, if you thought it couldn't get any better than Saltwater Suites, well, I have some exciting news. I am thrilled to announce the grand opening of the new Saltwater Resort this May in the heart of Surf City, North Carolina. Saltwater Resort will absolutely redefine hospitality, creating a truly elevated vacation experience. All 24 suites offer opulent bedding, full-size washers and dryers, and well-appointed kitchens equipped with dining tables and dishwashers. And now you can relax and enjoy their beautiful saltwater pool. Are you ready to elevate your next topsail adventure? Reserve your stay at saltwatertopsail.com or call 910-886-4818. Saltwater Resort, where luxury meets the waves and every moment is a celebration. Hey, insiders. If you haven't tried Surf City Line, what are you waiting for? Chef Jay has created amazing made-from-scratch beach and bowls, delicious peel-and-eat shrimp by the pound, wings, salads, and more. And they have a wonderful multi-level deck for listening to live music, soaking up the sun, and enjoying food, drinks, and some of the best service on Topsail Island. Follow Surf City Line on Facebook and Instagram, where you'll find their lineup for all of their live entertainment. Feel like walking off that delicious food before heading home? Well, take their walkway right to the ocean for a quick stroll on the beach. They have plenty of parking right next to the restaurant and a large lot across the street. They're located at 2112 North New River Drive, where Surf City meets North Topsail. I'll see you at Surf City Line. I tell people it's a fun, relaxed setting. I'm not a Marine. <laughs> I'm not going to like <laughs> scream at you, but it's great making it my own class. It's funny because I did a poll and I think exactly 100 people did the poll. 
I said, would you rather do break it up into two days or would you rather get it all done in, in one day? And 50% said Friday night, Saturday morning. And the other 50% said, just get it all over with on a Saturday. So I offer both classes. Okay. The great thing is I hold them mostly at like local coffee shops. So there's the Ridge, Holly Ridge, and then there's Sundial. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new spot in Hampstead. It's called Upstairs Hampstead. I'm really excited about that venue. Oh yeah. I've seen it advertised. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really nice in there. And then we'll shoot at the VFW in Holly Ridge. So there we'll go over gun laws, And then we'll take a little break and we'll get out the fake ammunition and the handguns and go over all the parts, the safety, how to properly load, unload, how to line up your sights, good grip, all that fun stuff. Then we go back to the gun laws, take a 20 question test that no one has ever failed. And then uh, after that, we go to the range and we'll do like a little cleaning party. I'll put some Stapleton on, clean the guns, take them apart, put them back together. Then you walk away with your certificate that you would then take to your local sheriff's department. So you do have to go out to the range and and fire your firearm before you can get that certificate? You do. You have to shoot from the three, five, and seven yard line, Mm -hmm. and you have to hit within the silhouette 21 out of 30 rounds. How hard is the written test? It's not hard. It's not that hard. Six. Yeah. And I. Out of how many? Uh, There's 20 and we go over pretty much all the questions. I'll say circle this one. And a lot of them are true or false. May I ask how much your concealed carry class costs? Sure. Uh, For $120, that covers everything. So that covers the ammunition needed and the targets and the range fees and the, the books as well. And how many typically are in your class? That's a good question. There's been some times where I've had to turn people away. Oh, I'll, really? I'll cap it at 16. So there have been a few classes at 16. And then some other classes, there'll be like four people. So Okay. You never know. Yeah. And what if I want to do a private class? Yeah, do you offer that? I do. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about if I just want like me and my girlfriends? Like yeah. my, my group. I love it. Yeah. Who would do that as a, t- as you know, do something together like mm-hmm. that? Okay. Those are always fun. One time I did it at Chill Pretty. Like super cute clothing really? boutique. That was a really, <laughs> really fun class. So thank you, Amber, for letting us do it there. Awesome. <laughs> okay. I uh, love this idea too. It's the sip and the second. Tell me about the sip and the second. Sip and the second is very relaxed because we're at your local really cute coffee shop and there's all the, the fake dummy rounds and we just drink our coffee and I go over all basic handgun safety so we don't talk about the laws or anything like that. It's all just, this is how you use your firearm. Are you in a private room or is mm-hmm. it kind of out in the open? No, it's pretty much in the private In the private room. room. Yeah, both okay. Sundial and the Ridge, they offer like a pretty private area I mean, there. can you imagine if someone's just walking in for their coffee <laughs> and they see a table full of guns? You're like, what's going on here? Okay. I, but it is North Carolina. So <laughs> right. Like, oh, cool. Like, can I join? Yeah. Yep. And how long does the sip in the second last? Like an hour and a half. Okay. Goes by fast. And what schedule? How often and what days and times do you do that? I feel like uh, Thursday is kind of the new Friday night. So a lot of ladies will come out on a Thursday night. And that's pretty much when I've gotten a good response for the sip in the second. Okay. And is there a, a fee associated with that? That one's $30. But the cool part about that is it goes towards your concealed carry class and... When you come to the concealed carry class, you can 
leave. You can do whatever you want because you've already taken that portion of the class. Okay. So especially on like a, if we do a Friday night, people will come from the laws and then they get to go home early and come back the next day because they've already completed that part of the class. Got it. Okay. Do you have a lot of men attend the sip in the seconds? You gave only had two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I would get a lot of couples for concealed carry classes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's talk about ladies night. Ladies night is so fun. It started, we, we did it in California and much like in California, like in North Carolina, it started out with three girls, four girls. And le- last month we had 12 women come. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's growing. It's really fun. I started it because I feel like it's important, you know, even if you can't make it to the shooting range, just taking out your firearm once a month and getting the dummy rounds and just practicing, like getting reacquainted with your gun. But if you can and you have time to go to the range at least once a month, why not come to ladies night and brush up on your skills? Yeah. It's only $20 that covers uh, your range fee, all your targets and howitzer is a really awesome clothing company. Definitely want to check them out. They kind of sponsor us and they just sent us a huge new shipment of awesome t-shirts. So I give those away and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And where is the Ladies' Night held? That's also at the VFW. Okay, the Veterans of Foreign Wars Mm -hmm. post. Okay. And we are getting floodlights put in (laughs) because when we started doing it last year, uh, we'd shoot a few rounds. It's like, okay, it's super dark. I can't really see my target. So (laughs) those floodlights are going to be great. great. Okay. Also at that VFW, there's a place where you can sit down and have a meal and some some drinks afterward. Mm -hmm. The best bartenders in town and you can get drinks and all the food you want for like five dollars <laughs> nice that's a deal yeah you also offer private firearms lessons let's talk about that and the prices mm-hmm. yeah so this was pretty big in california too where i'd, I'd come to your house and kind of everything we go over on the sip in the second mm-hmm. i would go over that too so we don't worry about the gun laws necessarily but more about you know handling the firearm make sure you know how to load safely and unload and uh, the good grip all that good stuff. Um, and then we would go to the range after that and put all your new skills to the test. Can I ask, I've heard you mention now a couple of times about learning the grip. Tell me mm-hmm. what's important ab- about a good the grip. See a lot of things. Hold it to the side. No, you don't <laughs> want to hold it to the side. Um, yeah, so good grip is important because you can experience jams if you're not holding it tight enough, if you're holding it too loose, too low, mm-hmm. if you're like in the whole like, quote unquote teacup hold what's the teacup hold it's like you hold it oh, down instead of it, it in your of, palm of like yeah, okay I don't want to do that so okay. yeah i, I would kind of wish this was on video right? so we could, people could see what you're talking about yeah okay i tell people you the a good grip what i learned that's helped me is you almost want to grip it like you're breaking a stick motion but then you squeeze the trigger as light as you can Okay, so you said this is two hours. It's one hour in the home and then about one hour at the range. That's so, right. okay. And is this is for the whole family? Sure. I think that's very smart to have your kids be aware. And if they do shoot, it completely takes out the mystery in guns. They know absolutely this is not a toy. They understand the power behind it. Okay. <laughs> the NRA has a program it's called Eddie Eagle, and they wrote the most catchiest tune where it's a stop, don't touch, run away, tell a grown up. <laughs> and it's so good, but that's what they'll do. They'll stop and they, they know not to touch it. You offer refresher courses as well? Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty much just at the range. Just at the range. Yeah. Okay. 
And you do teach kids alone without their parents as well. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, most of the time, the parents are there. <laughs> are, they, are they shooting as well? Yes. Most yeah. of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like for me, I taught swim lessons, but I didn't want to personally teach my daughter. So I can understand even if you uh, know your way around a firearm, if you just want a different person teaching your child, uh, makes sense. It was interesting because in California, I had at least three parents say, we looked at a bunch of other websites, but yours was the only one with kids on it. And Interesting. Still yeah. out in California. That just blows my mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. But as of July 1st of last year, there's a possibility I would have been fined $25,000 for having kids on my website. Because really? Now, yeah. With, the governor, governor signed an executive order saying you can't solicit guns to minors. So it was like written super vague. They're teaching safety about it would still fall into that category. Yep. And unfortunately, a lot of ranges I used to work for, used to um, frequent, they stopped teaching safety to kids under the age of 18 because they didn't want to be fined $25,000. So that was unfortunate. Earlier, you mentioned that kids, to remove the mystery of the gun is to just let them fire it once in a safe environment. Tell me about an experience that you had um, that kind of let you learn that yourself. Sure. So I taught one couple and they went from zero to 60. Like they didn't have any guns. I think they were testing out mine. And then the next thing you know, they had like 10 guns. <laughs> they were just oh, all wow. about it. Yeah. So they really want to make sure their kids knew how to be safe. And it was a 10-year-old boy and then a neighbor who was also 10. The daughter was eight years old. And when we were practicing the grip and the side alignment in the home with the dummy rounds, their faces, oh, look at me, I'm holding a gun. They felt like they were so cool. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, again, see it on their faces. Then we step into the actual shooting range, the indoor range. It's loud. Mm-hmm. And they're on the firing line. And again, like people are just shooting kind of, you know, loud rifles next to us. And yeah. They're jumping and their whole demeanor changed. Oh, really? Yep. And so they're holding the gun. I think it was a nine millimeter. And so when they fired that first shot, they absolutely, you know, there was no mystery. They knew this is not a toy. This is going to destroy something when you squeeze the trigger. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great experience because, again, it takes out all the mystery. What age do you have to be to get the certificate for a concealed carry permit? This is a great question because there's really no age minimum for the certificate that I give to the clients. You have to be 21 years old to get a concealed carry permit. So if you were a responsible 18, 19, 20-year-old, I would have no problem doing the course with you. And then once you turn 21 on your birthday, you could go to the sheriff's department and turn that in. And like it's the, good for The certificate years. that you give them, mm-hmm. they can use that. So every county is different. So that means there's like a hundred different expiration dates for that. Mm. But in Pender County, it's good forever. Okay. Most of them are good forever. I think there's some counties, they're only good for like five years. Okay. Okay. Switching gears here a little Mm -hmm. bit. You did tell me some very exciting news. You can make the announcement. I just put my name in to run for Surf City Town Council. Thanks for letting me talk about this. <laughs> I don't want to do any politics on the podcast at all. And I don't want to you know, promote one and not the other and look like I'm choosing sides of any sort. But you are running for town council and it's not like a Republican or Democrat. It's just you are an involved member 
of Surf City and you want to be a, a voice. Is that right? Right. Yeah. There's no letter after your name. You run for town council. Um, it would be different if I was running for school board or county commissioners. There would be a letter after your name. What motivated you to run? Like I said, I came from California. Uh, when we moved here, I felt like I needed a shirt that was like, we're the good Californians moving here, I swear. <laughs> but I just, I'm motivated because Surf City reminds me so much of the beach town I was born and raised in where it was clean, it was safe, it had great schools, it was a great place to raise your family. And because of some failed local and state policies, no matter how well intended they were, mm -hmm. I saw things change drastically and very quickly. So the big motivation is I love Surf City. I love that it's clean, it's safe, great place to raise your family, and I don't want to see that change. You want to keep it that way. Yes. Okay. So I understand that you just, what, about two weeks ago, you shot a gun in Alaska. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me why you shot a gun sure. in Alaska? Right. Uh, three years ago, <laughs> I started a journey. I really wanted to shoot a gun in all 50 states. And Alaska was my 50th state. Really? That is uh, the coolest. Yeah. How long? You said three years ago? Yes. So when I decided I was going to do it, I had four states under my belt. So technically, I shot in 46 states in three years. Wow. Okay. You know, it takes some people a lifetime, and they don't even hit all 50 states mm -hmm. just to travel in. So you really must have been going hard. Yeah. And you took lots of pictures and documented this adventure? I sure did. Yep. And I'm almost finished with my book. A book. Let's talk yeah. about the book. Did you start this adventure knowing that you were going to turn it into a book or the book came afterward? I had no intention to write a book. It wasn't until I said I was probably about a little over halfway done. And a friend of mine from Instagram, he, I saw that he was writing a book. Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I don't think he's ever written a book before. Like if he can do it, why can't I? So <laughs> I connected with him and he really helped out a lot. So thank you, Josh Brisbane. Once I decided I was going to write a book, I, I just got so excited because I was kind of getting sad, like, oh, my journey's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. So now I kind of get to relive it all and, you know, I'll have that book forever. And maybe my daughter can share it with her grandkids one yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll be beautiful. Tell me what you've decided to name your book. Sure. Naming the book was kind of tricky. I didn't want to be, you know, like, Heather shoots across America. But <laughs> I was telling my grandma about it and my grandma looked at me and said, oh, it sounds like you've got 50 states in your sights. And it was like, wait, what did you say? I got to write this down. Oh I was my like, gosh. you totally just named my book. So the name of the book is called 50 States in My Sight. I love that. Isn't that fun? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then she passed away like right after that. Oh, no. But <laughs> you have Should that. Should be 94. And she was ready to go. But thank you, Ree, for that How title. long ago was that when she, when she passed away? It was away? almost a year ago today. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, thank you. Up above. Up above. Yes. <laughs> Tell me what you enjoy doing outside of high caliber. I have a horse named Peso, and I love riding him. We join Freedom Boat Club. So the Freedom Boat Club oh, has been yeah. a lot of fun. So I take the boat out, and I love the beach. I love to surf. The water out here has been so great because in California, as you know, it's, it's cold. cold. 24-7 yes. all year long. All year long. If it gets to 67, it's like, ooh, that's warm. And out here, it's like you don't even <laughs> flinch some days when the water hits you. Some days yeah. it's like bath water. Yeah. Like it's not even refreshing. Yeah. Gosh. Um, and yeah, let's talk about that surfing because I've seen pictures of you out there riding. We have some great photographers on our beach here, and they really love capturing the surfers. And I've seen you out there. So 
You said your dad taught you? He did. Yeah. I remember in college, I was so excited I could plan my schedule. So every Monday we'd go to San Onofre and we'd go longboard out there. And nice. Yeah. Nice. So fun. Is it a big difference in the waves here versus California? A little bit. Yeah. I, say. <laughs> I guess the word you could use is maybe they're a little more consistent in California, <laughs> but it was just a bonus having waves here in Surf City. But I guess Surf City, we should have some surfable waves. But last week, maybe it was the week before, the waves were huge. And I ran into some people and they were showing me their shots. And one, it was a 12-foot wave. Wow. Yes. Are you going to do the longboard surfing competition for Ocean Fest? I was thinking about joining. Do you know what they you do should. for that? Maybe I will. You have to pick straws. And, yes. Yeah. And it's like the retro. You don't know what board you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds so yeah, fun. It, it does. I think the people who to watch it is yes. what I should have said. <laughs> yeah. There's some, some good competition in that. Those surfers are really good. So I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Okay. So I want to find out if you have any future plans, whether they're personal. I know about the book. I know about you running for city council. What about any other future plans? My goal was to teach 150 students this year, and I'm definitely going to meet that. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah. Okay. So maybe next year it'll be maybe 200 students. I love it. Yeah. I think I would like to offer more classes, just like a two-hour class. I did a, a free situational awareness class for the community and then maybe offer something to like real estate agents, how to be more mindful if you're meeting a, a stranger client. I've heard horror stories about yes, that, actually. Yeah. So just being more safe in that aspect. Sure. Explain to me what situational awareness is, because I am hearing this word, th mm -hmm. these words a lot. It means just being aware of your surroundings, not being on your phone all the time, just kind of looking around and knowing, you know, it's one thing if you're in your neighborhood. It's another thing if you're at a gas station late at night. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, nothing good happens at gas stations late at night. Right. So just little things here and there, little tips, like always trying to park under a light. Don't hit your alarm for your car until you're right there. Like maybe someone's watching you oh, now yeah. to know where your car is, yeah. like 20 feet away. So little things like that. Yes. I think they're really good tips for especially girls who are going off to college for the first time. Yes. Very good. Very good point. You mentioned the real estate agents. Mm -hmm. Has anyone come to you saying, can you help me with that? Are they finding it to be a problem? Luckily, I feel like more real estate agents, they're being proactive. It mm -hmm. hasn't like definitely in Los Angeles. I had so many women who say X, Y, and Z just happened to me. Now I want to learn how to use a firearm. Yeah. But here it's like, hey, let's be proactive. Like some firms are coming to me saying like, can you teach our whole group a class? So I'm, I'm excited about that. And then I had a husband, his wife is a real estate agent. And he mentioned there's a lot of land for sale. So now she's just meeting clients out in open Oh, Areas. that's scary. Yeah. yeah. So he, he got her the class. So Well, good on him, that. though. Yeah. Looking out. I love that. Mm -hmm. So I do this thing at the end of each podcast. It's called Final Thoughts. And I just ask if there's just one thing that you really want the listeners to know about you or high caliber. Like, what's the one key thing that you just really want us to know? I appreciate this question. And what I'll say is, if you are someone out there who is thinking about learning to use a firearm, please know that if you take my class, again, it's going to be a fun, relaxed setting. And I promise you'll walk away feeling more confident and more comfortable with a handgun. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Okay. Very good. So how do we contact you? 
So my website is highcaliberoc.com and you can find me on Instagram and that would be highcaliber underscore NC. It's a little tricky there because, because she was in Orange County. So you got the OC and now you're back. At, now you're here in NC. So just to say that one more time. Sure. One more time. It's a uh, website is highcaliberoc.com. And that's where you'll find all my classes. And on Instagram, it is highcaliber underscore NC. And what about an email address? That would be heather at highcaliberoc.com. And your phone number. It's 562-331-3033. All right. There you go, guys. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. And thank you again, Heather, thank for being so much. on the Topsail Insider Podcast. I appreciate it. And telling us all about high caliber. Hey, thank you for joining me today on Topsail Insider. If you liked today's episode, please hit the follow or subscribe button so that you can get the Topsail Insider Podcast delivered automatically to whichever podcast platform you're listening on. And if you're a business owner and you wish to set up a pre-interview or you want to advertise, please email me at topsailinsider at gmail.com. Please also find and like the Topsail Insider Facebook page. I provide links to the new podcast there each week, as well as providing photos of the businesses that I'm highlighting along with any of their upcoming events. So, hey, let's do this again next week. I'll see you around Topsail. Hey guys, it's Leah with Topsail Talk. I explore local businesses, services, people, and activities in Topsail and its surrounding areas, and I post videos about them. You can find and follow Topsail Talk on Facebook and Instagram. You'll never know where we're going to go, but if you try one of my stops, be sure to tell them Topsail Talk sent you.